It is party time Monday, Monday, Monday. Let me tell you something, folks. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but you women have to get used to the smell of your poop, all right? Yes, I said that. There is a new study out that is telling people to be more inclusive of transgenders who have had bottom surgery because they actually remove parts of their colon in order to create a vagina that everyone is going to have to get used to the smell of poop because we don't want transgenders feeling uh, unique in any way. Um, They just have a colon for a vagina. Yes, you can look it up. Yes, this is true. Yes, that's how they do it. And uh, believe it or not, God created you with certain enzymes in your colon to break down, you know, in the digestive tract. You get the point. Uh, it's It smells like ass is what it smells like. Uh, people, speaking of smelling like ass, uh, <laughs> Super Chris Cruz, <laughs> who loves to tell me how many people hate me. Uh, in fact, Chris loves to tell everybody. True. Uh, that everybody, you know, if you're a host of a show, oh, bro, people hate you right now. <laughs> Uh, Mark, I don't know if you heard, but so, so what they do is when I tweet something, they like to take a screenshot of the tweets and put it on the watch Chad Prather Facebook page. Now a a town square, if you want to call it that a public square and forum like Twitter doesn't always translate to Facebook as well. Uh, everybody's kind of, you know, uh, people on Twitter are a little more laser focused to piss each other off. Let's just put it that way on Facebook. It's a little more homogenized and a little more shallow. Uh, so people don't understand kind of the biting uh, sarcasm and cynicism that with which I tend to operate on Twitter. Follow me at Watch Chad. So I said the other day, every cultural problem, every problem in culture can basically be brought back to parenting, brought back to parenting. Uh, a lot of people disagreed with that. They said that's an oversimplification. I still stand by it. I think culturally it comes down to parenting, the lack of it, the the bad form of it, the bad practice of it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's talk to super parent on the couch, Sarah Gonzalez. <laughs> uh, of course, on the other side is Alex Stein. I have five cats. So I'm a super parent as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. You know uh, Alex is not Dr. Evil today. It's, I think he's uh, Dan Crenshaw. I'm a GOP operative. I'm not Dan Crenshaw. I'm just one of his disciples in this culture war. So whatever Big Dan says, you know, I got Big D energy for Big, big Dan. Big D. Yeah, big Dan know. energy. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to you in a second. Not so what, big. What, this parenting thing. All right. So I made the comment that parenting, it comes down to parenting. Yeah. Uh, I think the sexuality thing, the pronoun thing, the identity, the gender thing, all of these things we're dealing with culturally, the lack of respect, lack of authority, mm-hmm. the school shootings, mm-hmm. the, the mass shootings, wherever they're not just schools, all of these things. Again, it comes down to parenting. I agree with you. I mean, I think with every generalization, you're going to have, you know, some random outlier like, oh, well, this person was mentally ill and there was nothing that the parents could have done. However, even in that case, uh, especially with the Uvalde shooting and a couple others, I think we've heard the parents, uh, specifically the moms, kind of make excuses for the kids after they've gone and shot up a bunch of people. That's true. And I've, I've, I know people who have kids with mental issues. Right. And you know what? They do a good job with that kid. Right. So right. Eh. Probably and make not, sure again, they I'm don't not, have a gun. I'm not saying that 
every shitty thing that happens in society, ultimately we just blame the parents. That's, right. that's not no. what I'm saying. No, no. I'm just saying we're doing a poor job of parenting. I totally agree. In, you know why? Because parenting is hard and they don't, people have kids and decide that they don't want to put in the work. Yeah. And that doesn't mean your kids, you can be a great parent. Your kids can still be rebellious. All kids mm-hmm. go through rebellious, rebellious phase. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying overall, our overarching, that's the problem with social media is when you make a blanket generalized statement like that, people start individualizing yeah. and they single out their situation and they mm-hmm. always say, yeah, but I, and I said, no, no, it wasn't about you. Right. It's just a cultural generalization yeah. of what we're dealing with. So what else did they hate, totally Chris? Agree. Did they... Well, uh, there was said, a couple of things that they said. Point. I want to make this point about parenting. When you look at the amount of transgender children in Los Angeles compared to Ohio, that's because of the parents. Having a trans kid is like having a vegan cat. It's the parents making that decision that's or what, the owner. They're the ones feeding that's it. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, so it is a parental problem. And when I went to that drag, drag your kids to Pride event, there's literally parents, kids on their video game system. The parents are grabbing the video game system saying, look at the drag queen. So yeah. you're 100% right. It's the parents that are influencing and making these younger generations into absolute so nightmares. Sick. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're creating good discussion here. That's what I do. I'm very polka dotted. These are little cactuses. I really like <laughs> These are cacti. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> these are cacti. I don't think I've ever seen the boots. Like look, a- the boots look extra nice today. Those I, are like the these nice are rattlesnake boots yeah, right here. Look, look at these good. things. I don't know if you guys could see them or not on that. So the the story here. I was doing a show in uh, Warrenton. Is it Warrenton or Warren? Warrenton, uh, Missouri, okay. uh, north of of St. Louis. Forgive me if I'm messing that up. I think it was Warrenton. Um, and uh, this guy was walking down the street, and he had this all these boots under his arm. <laughs> and I was I was like I got out at the place and I said. What are you doing? He goes, man, I got to sell these boots. And I said, well, how much you sell them for? He said, uh, $15. What? Yeah, and I said, man, that's some snakeskin boots. I said, let me see if they fit. Because I was going to buy them even if they didn't. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he told me his story. That he's on fentanyl for me, that, yeah, that he <laughs> sold this was, them this was from the fentanyl store. was all the craze. <laughs> okay, okay. This, uh, a- this was a few years ago. <laughs> Uh, this was this was when I was doing the the state fair shows at the state oh, fair yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. like a carnival barker. Uh, <laughs> seriously, I had a fun time, but almost got almost died in a tornado that night. But um, I, I was already made up my mind was going to pay him because he was you know obviously he told me his story. I give money to panhandlers based on their sales pitch. Okay, that's funny. I seriously. Because you go to like places people. like Fort Worth or Dallas or whatever, and they bring their kids out there. They'll push uh-huh. the kids in the strollers and make the kid ask you. Speaking that of good pisses parenting. me off. What? Oh, yeah. You come to Fort Worth. I've never seen that. They'll push kids and babies. They'll make those kids stay out there all day long, and they'll make the kids ask for the money. Yeah. Oh. You've never seen that, Sarah? Where they're on the corner with kids? I always say yeah. no to that. I always say no to that. But I've had some pretty good sales pitches around america that's funny do you, do you so you do you give more for creativity i i so i he, he wanted these 15 dollars. i gave him 35 oh that's all the cash i had in my pocket <laughs> i'm an altruistic human being but, but i'm also it. a racist don't forget because <laughs> i but now i did not tell you that the guy was black he was black okay now the other day we told a story about me helping a black yes, lady and yes. her child and two pakistanis came and that was the most racist story they'd ever heard people what? i mean you, i was talking about diversity of people coming together but you can't can't talk about diversity and tell a story about diversity because oh it's nope. the most racist story ever of course so that, anyway so racist that you helped this woman go get gas yeah with her baby in the car trying to push the car yeah. down the road okay how dare you say her little girl had braids she's a little girl she has braids ponytails. and they were cute. She had whatever whatever 
She's a cute little girl. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Everything's about oh, race and gender, though, God. Chad. Everything. Everybody's a victim. You know, everybody. It has to be broken down into categories. We can't just all be, you know, human beings. Everybody can't be a big booty Latina. I know. Now, now look, you <laughs> went true. to Washington D.C. this last mm-hmm. week. Let's start the story. Cause it's going to take a couple segments to get through it. <laughs> so, Alex Stein, if you've missed the video at this point. Uh, you had your head under a rock. People have varying opinions on Alex's <laughs> behavior and his MO on this thing. But would you play this clip, please? AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite, AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Ooh, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. <laughs> uh, I, over the weekend, I had my ringtone was hot, hot, hot like a tamale. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and I was like, I was eating at uh, Seven Laguas yesterday, uh, the Mexican restaurant, and when it was going off, they were looking at me really, really funny. So uh, funny. Okay, lots to unpack here. First of all... Um, well, you talk about the tamale comment. You know why I called her that? It's because Jill Biden called Mexicans breakfast tacos. Tacos. So, and listen, yeah. we're in Texas. We love Mexican culture. The tamale is probably one of the biggest Mexican delicacies there is. We eat them on Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, every holiday. So that was almost the biggest compliment you can give a person, a tamale. Jill Biden doesn't even know about tamales. So. Well, she's from the Bronx. I don't know what she knows about tamales, this yeah. AOC. Well, I don't know, but, but they're delicious. I was a little offended because I... I First of all, you used the phrase uh, big booty Latina, and you said that she's your big booty Latina. I'm actually sitting here next Thank to my you. favorite I know, big booty. I know. My big booty I'm Latina. I'm so Really Sarah. offended. I thought that I was his favorite, too, yeah. until the moment that I saw that video, and then I realized Please you're my only ally now, here. Okay, so <laughs> I saw it. What time? Let's, let's unpack this. Okay. What time of day was this? You had just got off the airplane. Okay, so what, what happened was is I flew there on Wednesday, and I, you can see I was in my tourist outfit. I was still in my shorts and my, and my <laughs> uh, you know polo, and I was staying at a hotel, a Hyatt in Capitol Hill. So as soon as I got there, it took a little while to get the car. That was about 6.30 p.m., and they were going into a session. I think it started at like around 7 or 8, and it went to 1 in the morning. So I had no idea that you know, what was going to happen, who I was going to run into. So I just went there to try to get the lay of the land. I ran into like Jamie Raskin and, you know, you know, he had a son that committed suicide and I didn't want to bring that up, you know, and then I ran into Madison Cawthorn. I didn't want to go too hard on him because, you know, he's a conservative guy. I kind of want to give him the, you know, not too mean. Then I saw Lauren Boebert. I was pretty nice to her. Then I saw Jamal Bowman, who's part of the squad. I called him out. But there's a bunch of politicians I couldn't even recognize because there's so many there. But then I sat there for about Three hours. It was about, I think it was like right around 6 37 p.m. <laughs> AOC, the queen. She's coming in with her dog and her, you know, her fiance who looks like, you know, he's, you know, like he's a ghost, an actual redheaded ghost. And they, they walked past me and I was just so ready, Chad. And I said this, I said this on Sarah's show. I think I was on there Tuesday or Monday. I said, I'm going to sexualize her. Everybody's like, oh, you're just some pervert. No. AOC always complains about how people want to date her. She's always talking about how she's getting her nails done in videos. She's always talking about this sexualized, you know, victimhood that she has. So I said, you know what? I'm going to actually sexualize her, give her concrete evidence. Because it's similar, like when I went and I spoke at these city council meetings that made me go viral, when I spoke serious, nobody paid attention. But then when I started culture jamming and being goofy, that's when I got people's attention. That's when I was able to get the politician's response. So my point being is, when I went to Adam Kinzinger's face, I said, you're a douchebag, you know, J- January 6th is bullcrap. You don't get a reaction. 
But with AOC, she fell right into my trap. I said, yeah. you're a big booty Latina. You're so sexy. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. And there she goes. She just Look fell hook, line, and sinker. Oh, I but I, I could have never expected the reaction. I mean, she went and made Instagram videos. She did Instagram polls. She you know, Perfect. posted about it. And then on top of that, the best part of the whole thing which I could have never guessed this. She went in for three hours, voted on all these bills, and came out and proceeded to throw the Capitol Police under the bus, exposing them for letting in the rioters on January 6th when anybody has half a brain. I don't care if there's a million rioters on January 6th. They're not getting in the building without a key unlocking a door, without a mag lock unlocking a window, which both things happen. Both are in control of the Capitol Police. So now I got her to turn into a conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearing, primetime Alex Stein sycophant, by saying she thinks it was an inside job. Well, she did look good in that sheen dress. Okay? She did. Uh, there was some booty going on. It looks like she's had some top work done. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people sent me messages. Now, I was sitting at a restaurant, <laughs> fixing one of my favorite places, about to eat some sushi. And uh, Chris sent me the tweet image of the thing. I immediately texted you after getting caught up <laughs> yeah. on everything. Yeah. And I go, bro. You're a freaking legend. <laughs> I use stronger language. Yeah. Uh, and you said, she, bro, she fell right into my trap. Mm -hmm. So when the thing started blowing up and the memes were great, like there was a meme of you pushing a little domino and it was going up to the big domino January 6th. <laughs> 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 about getting her to break the narrative. Then there was... Uh, AOC, you know, the meme with the head just above water like this. And it said, <laughs> and then Alex Stein, big booty Latina, her giant ass was on the bottom of the pool. <laughs> the memes were the best part of this whole thing. They I think. really yeah, were. Yeah. And of course, there were a lot of folks out there that were kind of, they, they kind of had a fake outrage reaction. Conservatives, you know, saying, uh, you know, oh, you were being sexist and you mm -hmm. can't do this. You can't get down in the weeds. We're, we're going to talk about that in the next segment because I'm going to break yeah. this down. Okay, good. Because there were more things that happened, obviously, than just what we saw on the video. But, you know, I was on, I, I tweeted it out. And then I tweeted again. I was like, you know, uh, on AOC, I got tons of reaction in my response to her where mm -hmm. I said, you got trolled by a well-known comedian. <laughs> yeah. And now, you know, it, whatever I said. And a lot of people said, oh, yeah, quote, well-known. And yeah. I was like, well, you know who he is. Right. <laughs> and if you didn't, you freaking know who he is now. Yeah, that's very so true. So there it is. Uh, I loved it. I mean, again, I did it's, it's, it's a route I could not have taken. Mm -hmm. I don't have balls that big. <laughs> um, and again, I'm an old, creepy, perverted guy. And so am I. And listen, Howard, <laughs> Howard Stern sucks. Howard Stern stinks now. But back in the 90s and the early 2000s, 100%. he was hilarious. He'd have yeah. the girls in. He would ask these interviews, do you do anal? Do you do all this? And people would say, oh, he's the best interviewer in the world. So we've lost our sense of humor because of political correctness. Now, did I take it to the line? Yeah. Did I take it across the line? No. She went and claimed that I called her juicy ass. And I said, you know, even words. <laughs> I, I didn't even say those words. So, you, you know, it, this is the thing is we have a society of political correctness and all the people on the right that are going after me. I'm actually kind of happy because it pisses off all the right people because these people don't act like they're holier than thou and that they've never made a sexual joke. Yet all they do is make fun of her looks or their eyes. So people in this day and age want to act like they're, you know, some, oh, I'm I'm some, you know, perfect person. No, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. AOC has a nice derriere, and I complimented on it. And that's <laughs> that. 
that. Compliment. You know, it's deal with that. Come on. And, and, I, and I concur. She's got a nice ass. Yeah. Uh, hey, right now, court packing <laughs> is the real danger to our democracy. Make no mistake, court packing is a coup. And the usual suspects, Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, they're all working overtime on new radical plans to pack the Supreme Court. Look, if we don't stop them from installing four more justices so they can rig the system in their favor, it's going to be catastrophic for our court, our country, our way of life. We can't let that happen, not on our watch. That's why we need you to join us. We're gathering a coalition of a million patriots to say no to court packing, no to the liberal agenda, no to the Supreme Court coup. Franklin Graham, former U.S. Attorney uh, General Ed Meese, Dr. James Dobson, uh, Family Policy Alliance, Heritage Foundation, tons of different folks. In fact, over 400,000 people like you are already on board. So I want you to sign your name to this petition. Go to supremecoup.com. That's coup, C-O-U-P, supremecoup.com to sign First Liberty's letter. That's supremecoup.com. God bless America. We'll be right back. All right. When we last saw our hero, he was standing on the steps of the Capitol <laughs> uh, harassing AOC. Um, that, that's just a fun word, harassing. Uh, Big Booty Latina. We actually have, I think you got a T-shirt coming out. Yes, we do. Yeah, PrayThroughTees.com. Check it out. Please go and support. I mean, yeah. leave it to yeah. us to pounce on that and yeah. be like, you know, Alex, we can sell you a Big Booty Latina tea. Yeah, oh, I'm all about it. No, I love it. And, and listen, it, this is the other thing. It's like, the, it's a joke. People don't want to make it a joke, but it, it wasn't that funny. AOC went and called the comedy club that I was performing at. It was just a theater, excuse me. It was a theater, the DC Arts Center, and had my show canceled because yeah. of, you know, a backlash. And, you know, I had a contract with them, but they said, of course, you know, if they get any threats that, that for security reasons, they can always cut it down. So these people have no sense of humor, but it all, it's like when I called Dan Crenshaw eye patch McCain and then he got totally ratioed instead of like actually joking about this and having a sense of humor these politicians don't realize that the the mainstream people or the people in the middle they do think it's funny so they're going to end up looking bad like AOC looks bad for being so outraged about this so I, I just think it's like they can't read the room in my opinion so I am you know I get called every day all these different names in the mm -hmm. book I'm a stereotype of the white heterosexual Christian right. conservative cowboy male whatever you want to say I'm the I'm the racist the homophobe redneck. the xenophobe yeah. the transphobe KKK, the redneck yeah, yeah. I'm the hillbilly I'm all these things I probably have a confederate flag tattooed on my ass <laughs> probably <laughs> but um, you know and I posted a joke about uh, I sent you the joke and I yeah. tweeted it where I said, you know, 50 studies say that 56% of women who have received been fully vaccinated received all the boosters are now having problems with their menstrual cycle uh, you know leave it to the pharmaceutical company to make a bloody mess out of everything mm -hmm. and so everybody on twitter is going well you need to share the study i mean it's oh a joke people it's a joke what you did alex was a fun joke it was a prank mm -hmm. I, and i and i said i was on rubin report with dave rubin friday and i said you know the thing about alex i said he's a troll he's a prankster I mean, this is a guy who puts on women's swimsuits and goes to the city council meetings <laughs> yeah. and trolls the city council. It's it's using humor to make a point, which to me is the best freaking humor you can do these days. Well, you know, my hero, and obviously his politics suck, is Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, obviously Andy Kaufman too, but that's what I'm trying to do. Sasha right. Baron Cohen would get these politicians and then basically culture jam them. You know, that he made movies about it. They were huge mm -hmm. hits. So really, I'm kind of just using his playbook. It's so easy to get these politicians. And I said this earlier, I'm going to have a freaking second home in Washington, D.C. I'm going after every politician <laughs> and I'm trolling them all because it's too easy. Some of them have thick skin. And I know I mentioned that Adam Kinzinger, like he, you know, kind of brushed it off because he gets 
gets hated on so much, but AOC, every fundraising event she goes to, everybody's kissing her butt. So it's the people like that that never get any kickback that are the easiest to get an emotional response from. So here's what I want to know. And you know what? I just remembered. I got beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah beer. Chug it down. <laughs> I, I, I was like, gonna... what I wanted to tell people and they wouldn't have understood is like, I want to say Alex Stein has hot sauce poisoning. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. I know. First of all, just as a quick update, how was your butthole after It was not great. Hour? I didn't have a solid stool for about 48 hours. No, it was coming out. It was not. Yeah. Did it, it burn when it came out? It, well, you know, actually, yes. it, it did. It, but the burning wasn't as bad as the, it was kind of like the, the running to the bathroom and having to go and constantly, basically almost having to wear adult diapers, but that's fine. I don't mind doing that. Bro, I was anything for content. I was ethically <laughs> and um, ethically and philosophically opposed to you taking those shots of hot sauce. Anybody who watches Power Hour knows <laughs> that I was not happy about you taking. No, I was genuinely worried about you. That's not a and good thing. And you felt so bad. Chad took a sip of the sauce. You know, he wanted to see it. Do I know. It. And it was not yeah. flavorful. And because it's like pure vinegar mixed with red chili pepper flakes or whatever yeah. it is. It's not necessarily I, a good thing. I was thing. telling somebody the other day, I said, because they were asking about it. And I said, the thing about that hot sauce is when you, uh, <laughs> cheers, Sarah. Where'd you pull that beer from? Yeah. You don't want to know. from? The, uh, <laughs> big booty Latina. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I said, you know, if you put hot sauce on food, it, it dilutes and diminishes. Drinking it straight. Jeez, dude. No, it anyway. has a one and a half shot. And you saw how Ugh. freaking Stu is pouring. You're, oh, up to pouring. the brim. I know. Sarah's shots were unreal. He was pouring. It was flowing over the no. top. And uh, now Stu said he can't ever drink again, which is probably not true. But no. I, I just like that we brought him to that point, uh, the Stu, point of no return. Stu's a horrible human being. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Uh, now... Okay, so that wasn't the end of the story, though, right there on the Capitol. No. Nope. They call the cops. Oh, yeah. So that was the worst part. AOC tries to play victim. She said she, that she complained to the cops five times and they didn't do anything and she threw them under the bus. They, first of all, came out there. They ID'd me. They said, let me see your ID. And of course, I'm cooperating with them. And usually, like you can see on my you know, YouTube channel, when I get involved with the cops, a lot of times I start filming them. But with this, I didn't have time. I was like, oh, I'm going to jail. The way they walked up to me, Chad, and I know I'm in the bail bond business. I know when a cop wants to take you to jail, right? Just the aggressive manner that they came to me. And it was multiple Capitol Police. And these are like the Keystone cops. They're not normal police they're like there to protect the capital they get my id they run it they make sure i don't have any warrants and then they're still kind of detaining me like waiting to see if they want a supervisor to come they don't even know what to do and i say am i under arrest am i you know am i being detained and they're like no and i took my id back and i just walk the heck out of there but that's the problem is she won she won that battle because i didn't i could have stayed there and you know gotten more politicians walking in but i was like no i better get the heck out of here i got a show to do tonight. yeah exactly well mm -hmm. the, the show was actually the second night but one of my point being is i got to get out of there because i didn't want to go to jail because they were waiting on something they didn't know they didn't know how to handle me because she said oh i sexually harassed her they don't know that's it, probably never which happened. is not a crime yeah, of course it's not a crime so. but and, and listen she's from the bronx you got you got freaking j-lo she's known for her big booty but this is the other thing is she wants to claim that she's a victim yet there's a bodega owner in her borough her district that that is uh, charged with manslaughter for defending his bodega from a guy that went across the across the counter and try and stabbed him and he stabbed the guy back murdered him and he's being charged with murder and the guy was a attacked by the accomplice to this person that died and people in her own district are defending their bodegas and getting charged with murder yet in new york there's a guy that rubbed feces on a girl's face and got out of jail within 24 hours so so a marine uh, devine I, I don't know if i'm marianne devine she just did a new york post article this morning that came out 
exposing the hypocrisy of AOC, how her district is literally crumbling and all she can do is go to Washington, D.C. and claim that she got sexualized when there's so many bigger issues. So, you know, it's really kind of this is metastasizing, whatever you want to say. It started off as a small thing. And now people in her district are calling her a hypocrite. People are realizing that January 6th was an inside job. So there needs to be more people out there that goes and and calls these politicians out. I, I also really took issue with the way that she tweeted about it. She posted his video and, of course, cut out the watermark of, yeah, of where course, he, you yeah. can find him online <laughs> right. and said, here's a video he posted of the incident. I was actually walking over to deck him because if no one will protect us, then I'll do it myself. Yeah. But I needed to catch a vote more than a case today. So, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that doesn't up. look like decking, yeah, by no. the way. But I, it, I really took issue with if no one will protect us, like protect you from what speech, speech? protect you from yeah. a compliment, like it was a compliment. At the end of the day, I, I know what your strategy was, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it was a compliment. I want to, I was thinking about this while I was drinking tequila, uh, not to <laughs> culturally appropriate, uh, I, anyway. Latinx. That's I drink <laughs> Latinx. <laughs> I um a tequila drinker mm-hmm. and i have my best thoughts and sometimes my most diabolical thoughts while i'm drinking <laughs> wow, said tequila. that's a fact it does and i wanted to go through and i wanted i'm wanting i may still do this i'm going to pull references from all the times big ass is referred to either in a rap song yeah. or a latin song or yeah. whatever because again i like big butts and i cannot lie yeah you other brothers can't deny when no. a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a big round thing i get sprung right <laughs> yeah. i mean that's just that's it yeah. yeah yeah um you know shake that ass for me shake that ass for me come on girl shake that ass, ass for me, me. Shake i mean that eminem ass for me. yeah uh, Nate Dog, I'm a menace, a dentist, an oil hygienist. Open your mouth for about four or five minutes. Take a little bit of this flow, right? Rinse, switch it, don't spit it. Yeah, me a big deal. Wow, that is really you rapping know? today. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking for a girl that will do whatever the I'm saying. Every day she'd be giving it up. Apple bottom jeans and the big, and, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got the whole apple bottom jeans and the boots with, with the fur. It, I mean, it's all about big butts. I know. And what you did, my friend. <laughs> I know. They, they've celebrated it forever. The big yes. booty, the yes. big booties. Yes, but it's I took that screenshot, so I grabbed a screenshot. So funny. I'm sitting there in the sushi restaurant, high end sushi restaurant, because I ain't no slum. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm scrolling through to get that shot. I take a screenshot of it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she, you really look threatened." Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, she's pushing her aid out of the way to come over there, but. Even in hindsight, she wants to talk about uh, police abuse of power all the time, yet she's trying to assert that the Capitol Police should have done what to you? Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. Throw me in the gulag. Like, Throw yeah. me in solitary confinement. That's what I'm saying. She'd be fine with it. But Sarah, her freaking fiancé was right there and didn't do <laughs> didn't a do thing. Shit. That's, why, that's why she was so mad is because I totally cucked him and he looked like a little baby back biatch. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> she just was, she lost it. Like, she could not let that happen in the public sphere because that's what she says, that viral picture of her boyfriend's nasty feet and she's like oh everybody's making fun of his appearance everybody's sexualizing us well i gave you some sexualization and it just you know she literally you know lost her but to the bigger point these are people like her who have called for other people to be harassed in mm-hmm. public, right? Her exact mm-hmm. words are said. We need to make people uncomfortable. Yes. That's her exact she words. She tweeted it. Yep. Yeah, so you did it. So you did it. That's right. Captain but- Rockman got him and the butt's done drop. The freaks <laughs> look depressed because the bins won't stop. It's also interesting. The best one is you forgot honky tonk, but <laughs> donkey dong. Oh, no. That's the best. That's one. right. We yeah. can take it all the way across. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. AOC, Daisy Dukes, uh-huh. Kamala, all of these uh, women of color who constantly talk crap about white men. 
and somehow end up with them. They're all with white they men. I know. Are and Kamala all Harris. All with white It's dudes. interesting how that happens. And she was in a thruple with Montel. I mean, you think about that. So, you know, she likes <laughs> to do so it at a hibbity dibbity. But I mean, AOC is like, that's a, that is a white guy. Oh, my God. He's trans like a ghost. Varicose is a color. A white ginger. suntan lotion on his nose. He walks around with zinc on his face. I was like, is he a lifeguard? Oh, no, that's your fiance. Okay, all right, all right. And he was walking the dog. I mean, I'm telling you, these people couldn't be any less serious. You would think that they're like these serious politicians. Maybe there are some, you know, like... They're literally just like you and me. As a matter of fact, they're worse than you and me because they think they're so self-important. That's the problem. Going in to chill at the office. Uh, Friends, I know you're as concerned as I am about what's going on in the world. Uncertain future, uncertain times. I want you to be prepared. There's crazy stuff going on right now. Uh, I don't want you to be a victim. Go to preparewithchad.com. I'm going to get you a special deal, get you $150 off a three-month emergency food kit from my friends at My Patriot Supply. The food kit contains a wide variety of uh, great meals, not bunker food, delicious stuff, and it's enough to last uh, three solid months per person. Now, these uh, meals are going to give you 2,000 calories a day. Make sure that you're strong, uh, got the energy you need. This... uh, my Patriot Food Supply or My Patriot Supply Food Kit is something you've got to have for every member in your family, and I'm afraid you're going to wish you had it uh, when the disaster strikes. Go ahead and do it today. Go to preparewithchad.com. Claim the $150 savings per kit. It's going to ship fast, free, arrive in unmarked boxes for total privacy. That's preparewithchad.com. I said preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. It's that time in the show where I take an opportunity to, of course, wax eloquent. Folks, it is usually my duty on Mondays to get a little more serious, bring before you some item of news which is either profoundly sad that, you know, you almost have to laugh at it, it's so bad, or else so bizarrely stupid that you might fairly weep for the circling motion around the drain into which our common culture finds itself ensconced. But every once in a while, I've got to shake things up. Now, the following story I'm going to tell you is the sort that we usually save for our Good News Friday, but... I just can't help myself. i got to bring it to you today. This is a sort of Monday morning pickup that you need, and uh, it won't get you jail time. (laughs) I've had a few of those Mondays. So, okay, it's a win-win. Come on. Uh, Take a little trip with me, and let's visit an interesting and heartwarming story, shall we? Dateline, Mayfield Heights, Ohio. Here lives Tony Falou, a 90-year-old McDonald's franchise owner who recently made the news after he paid 90 of his employees for three months while the restaurant was closed for some much-needed repairs. It was... Uh, either that or he would have had to lay most of them off, and that was something Tony just wasn't willing to do. So it's a good deed. Now, there's a ton to unpack just from the details I'm giving you so far, folks, but let's pile a couple more things on before we get to the analysis stage. Not only was this man an immigrant of the legal variety uh, from Greece, but he also enlisted in the Army and fought as an infantryman in the Korean War. Now, for those of you that have forgotten or never knew what the word enlisted means, it means he volunteered to fight for a country he was not born in. So he fought for our country, then came back home to the States and started working. In 1962, he began working at a McDonald's in Mayfield Heights, Ohio. And in the 60 years since then, he worked his way up from not only just owning that very restaurant and a number of others, but I mean, this guy made something of himself that's incredible. So in other words, folks, this man has lived pretty much every aspect of the American dream, complete with coming here from a foreign land when he was a kid to do so. 
And here's the thing about the American dream that the radical left either doesn't get or doesn't want you to get. It doesn't just come with rewards. It also comes with a responsibility to your fellow man that's felt deep in the hollow places of your soul. So often the left rambles on about the need to force altruism at the point of a gun because they stupidly believe that most rich people don't give back to the community that birthed them in any way. And hey, don't get me wrong, there are shitheads in every demographic out there, including the folks who've made it to the top of the heap. But let me ask you something, and this is something you can ask your leftist friends the next time they talk about the government forcing rich people to pay their fair share. Here it is. Do you think it means more for a rich guy to pay more in taxes or to decide of his own free will that is that 90 of his employees aren't going to go on unemployment if he has anything to say about it? And I don't, I don't just mean that it gets you more in the feels, although it certainly does. What I mean is that it sets the example. It paves the way for others to do the same thing. You and I can do the same in our own lives, in our own way, according to our own means. Maybe neither of us can afford to pay 90 employees for a few months, but today would be a great day to give a homeless person a sandwich. Um, bet we could do that today. Not, not that we've got all the, you know, hippy-dippy saving humanity crap out of the way, folks. You know, now that we got that dealt with. Let's examine the real question here overall. Y'all want to know what it is? What kind of McDonald's has 90 employees? That's what I want to know. What? Good I one. Mean, good God, Mayfield Heights, Ohio. You're killing it. Well, first of all, as the McDonald's expert on the panel, there's nothing more American than the all-American meal, two cheeseburgers, a large fry, yeah. and a Coca-Cola. True. So God oh. bless this man right now. Coming from Greece, which actually they're known for their hamburgers, and coming to America and starting a McDonald's franchise, if it wasn't for McDonald's, I wouldn't be the thick boy that I am today. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you. And I'm going to go eat a Big Mac today, even though with no meat because I'm a vegetarian but I'm going to I'm going to have extra fries and uh, guys go get some chicken nuggets to support no, this man. Yeah, dude, I mean, listen yeah, tell you, you do him. not get in the shape that I'm in by avoiding McDonald's. I'm just telling no. you. Listen, this, this, this is another, how you do this. This is another thing Chad. Okay, this is the other thing is people oh I hate McDonald's. It's genetically modified food to create some sort of response in you that is addicting. So it is good food and it's bio, it doesn't <laughs> biodegrade. So you can leave in your car for a month and you can still go back and eat it. I do it all the I, time. I'm a living living uh, proof of that. <laughs> you can leave it in my truck for a long time. Wow. But everybody really acts like good. they're too yeah. good for McDonald's yet. yet. And yeah. actually, this is actually I want to make up, this is a serious point. There used to be a time, and I remember as a kid, going to McDonald's was like a big event. Now it's becoming so cheap and kind of gross. It's just like this terrible place. Mm -hmm. But I remember as a young kid when my parents would take me to McDonald's, that was some of my favorite. They had birthday parties. Yeah, birthday parties. Birthday party oh my there. gosh, yeah. there was a time yeah. when McDonald's you used had... to have a contest of yeah. who had the longest French fry. Uh, I'm saying, yeah, I don't really? remember that, but that sounds cool. <laughs> Back I'm just in saying, my day. McDonald's McDonald's used to be a really, it was like a family friendly, actually really cool place. It was, I had some of my best memories going with my mom eating McNuggets or eating the breakfast at McDonald's. And now it's kind of devolved into this hellhole where people are jumping across the counter and beating everybody up. Yeah. But it, it, there was a real big part of American culture at McDonald's that used to be great. And sadly, it's kind of devolved like everything else. And in this they country. used to have the playland, the playground. Like you could get inside of the, of the jail, the Hamburglar jail. Mm -hmm. Like you could crawl up in there and get yeah. stuck. That was fun. <laughs> oh, and you had to take off your shoes and you'd have your shoe and I would lose a shoe and my mom would be like it's in the ball pit and she yeah which is out. where COVID started the <laughs> yeah. ball pit no it's because that ball pit was the vaccine that's what they don't want to know you know <laughs> hanging out in that vaccine yeah. you you got the antibodies but now that we don't have that ball pit we don't no that's to... true you get in there and lick all those balls oh. and there'd be a shitty diaper just sitting right there on oh. top of the balls of course and yeah, there would be and the kid be playing all around it and they just kick it around you know Chick-fil-A used to have still have play areas which were not as good as the McDonald's ones but I don't think they ever opened them back up after COVID no, they won't. Wow. And they won't. That's the end of an era. It's just right no, there. Well, no you more remember play back places. in the 70s? Well, you don't. But no. we had lawn darts. We had lawn darts. 
We had. Uh, do you know even know long know, guards know, are? But they got but outlawed because people get hit by them when they threw them. What was well, the deal? It was a guns? dart that you yeah. threw. It was it was a dart that was An sixteen inches long. Yeah. With wings on the back of it. You don't know. You're looking at me. You don't no. know what long darts are. No. Okay. Here's what you did. You got you got about twenty yards away from each other. Yeah. Like you washers? set up. You you put a ring. Like on the ground. No, yeah. no. You put a ring on the ground. They put a ring on the ground. You had two people on each team. And what you did is you took these darts. Like actual darts. Yes, huge I darts. I mean, from heavy 100-gauge darts. Oh, my God. They look like a dart, but they're like this big. This does not And you took safe. it by the back end, and it was heavy on the front. So you were basically throwing a javelin, like a javelin. at a child. Yeah. <laughs> so you would sling it in the air, 30 feet in the air, and it would just come whistling down and it would stick in the ground because it was so heavy the point it was always landed point first and you would try to throw it in the person's ring and you kept score yeah this is the kind of shit we did when we were kids they were like you know what f them kids let them go play lawn darts that was the original transgender surgery you get hit in the penis with a lawn dart and they'd have to change your gender but now we we used to have bb gun fights we literally shot each other no. with BB guns. Of, of course. course. Come on. We sir. tried to say, you know, keep it below the waist, but that didn't always happen. Oh, my God. No, above the waist. You didn't want to get hit in the. Oh, you like a below the waist. Yeah, we huh? tried to keep it so it hit and, your jeans. Okay. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I had friends that had to go to the hospital and get BBs removed. Well, but Chad, it's the oh pussification my. of children, too, you know? I mean, we're all protecting Okay, I'm kids. sorry. I'm not sure that I'm going to let my boys uh, no, shoot each other with a BB gun. No, you're the parent ever, so we know yeah. you're not going to. But I, I just can't imagine you just turning your kid loose and go, hey, or go throw darts at each other. No. And I mean, big ones, like, could impale your head. No. Sure, do you let the kids just, like, ride their bikes till the sun comes down? Yes, Yeah. Okay. I so do. That, so that's the thing. I remember, yeah, as long I'm as not... you stay in the garage. No, no. Chad. <laughs> they could do a little circle. You are <laughs> lying right now. Yes. Yes, I do. And I mean, obviously, my younger one is a toddler, but my older one, I give him the freedom. He wears a watch that has a you know, tracker. Yes, yeah, he can only and he can shock if he gives more than 100 feet. No, from the house. shut yeah. up. An Apple air tag. So on all I'm not kids. contributing to the pussification of the men. I'm just saying maybe there's a line between like shooting yourself with a BB gun well, remember and when we started being show. able to be a kid. Hang on, we got to go to break. Remember when we started this show about it's all about parenting, yes. okay? Yes. Let's go back to when parents let kids shoot each other, yeah. all right? Then they don't have to go in school shootings. If they shoot each other, oh, they get it out of the way. You get it out of your yeah. system. Yeah, That's yeah, a exactly. theory. That's a theory. All right, I love my Minutemen coffee. Unapologetic folks, uh, they, they are incredibly unapologetic in their stance and their love for this country. Proud to be one of the fastest growing coffee companies in the nation. The economy sucks. Food and fuel through the roof. Minutemen coffee hasn't changed their price. They have not raised it one bit. You can still get a full pound of their amazing single origin and blended coffee. You get it for less than most places charge for a cup. And uh, I know that's crazy. They could raise their prices. They just didn't do it. Minutemen is partnered with Share Life Vacations. And what they're doing is uh, if you buy their three-month prepaid coffee subscription with the free shipping, you're going to uh, – it's only $95, by the way. You're going to get uh, two full pounds of amazing coffee delivered to your door for three months. And Minutemen Coffee is going to send you a $100 hotel voucher that's good at over 700,000 locations. Uh, so you're going to get $95. It's going to give you three months of coffee, 100 bucks towards a hotel. You can't beat it. So I want you to go to Minutemen Coffee coffee.com use uh use uh, if you don't like that deal st- i'll still get you 15 percent off how about that use promo code chad i spell it chad 
at uh, minutemancoffee.com and they'll 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 hook you up i promise you i went to the door the other day was leaving to come to the studio open it up and i was like what is this in a fedex package open it up boom my house was immediately filled with this minutemen coffee aroma so check them out minutemancoffee.com sign up for that subscription get a hundred dollars towards the next hotel stay that's a full tank of gas basically minutemancoffee.com we'll be right back We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. What do y'all want to talk about? Um, What? Well, I was just going to say I'm just really hungry for tamales now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Let's let's get the hell out of here and go... uh, (laughs) We gotta go get some Mexican. Let's food. go get fat. Yeah, yeah I'm all get, about I that. want some big booty. Um, <laughs> you know, Mexican food is just the same meat wrapped in a different shaped tortilla. I mean, that's all it is. Well, that's yeah, why I but, loved when Joe Biden said that uh, the Hispanic Latino community is as unique as breakfast tacos. I'm like, breakfast tacos are not actually very unique. I, I to be eat honest. a lot of Tex-Mex. Yeah. Okay, which is different from Mexican food. Right. It's very different. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to eat a lot of Mexican food next week because I'm going on vacation. There will be no new Chad Braithers shows. Wait, where are we going on vacation, Chad? I didn't I'm, know this. <laughs> I'm going on vacation. I'm, I'm out of here next week. I'm doing nothing. I'm going to do my best to unplug, which means it will be the hottest news cycle of the year. Because yeah, of I'll course. Be out of, of course. Yep. I'll be out yeah. of the way. Yep. I'll still have the Wi-Fi, whatever, if I need to, you know, say something snarky. Uh, but, yeah. You I know what I'd, of, I'd like to bring up, though, Chad? What do you think about the 376 police officers at the Uvalde shooting? So let's talk about down? that for a second, <laughs> because uh, I just posted, Chris sent me a, made a, a little meme, Uvalde school massacre, law enforcement response. There was 376 responders total, 20 different agencies. There was 149 United States Border Patrol, uh, 91 Texas Department of Public Safety, 14 Department of Homeland Security. Um, and that is Texas House Committee report on the Uvalde shooting. Uh, it's an absolute sham. Um, you know, I, you saw the pictures. I, I called out the guy doing the hand sanitizer. There's a dude sitting there on his phone laughing about something. There's that image that's out mm-hmm. there. I didn't say anything about the guys being on the cell phone simply because it turns out one of them apparently was his wife was shot and he was trying to, you know. Get in touch with her. It, it, I, what I was trying to, I left the phone thing alone because I can understand why you might be using your mm-hmm. phone to have comms or to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be a thing. I, I wouldn't think that would be typical protocol for law enforcement to be getting your information from a phone. But I, I, nothing yeah. about this was typical. Nothing so who about knows? it was typical. But I, I just didn't say anything because I don't know who was trying to get in touch with who. You know, to get reports in a small community, you might have your phone. But anyway, this is the uh, that's yeah, the guy smiling that. right yeah. there. It's like, how are you going to be smiling? Yeah, during yeah. That's... and I mean, he looks like he's reading something funny yeah. on this deal. So. Uh, I, I've consistently called it out. You've consistently called it out. We talked about it. We read the actual report mm-hmm. um, and went through it on overtime. You and I did. So if you've missed that and you're not a subscriber to Blaze TV, go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and sign up. 
So you can get things like overtime. Um, but the whole thing pisses me off. It, it's it's gotten real hard to just say back the blue. Uh, it, and again, I, because it's somewhere the buck stops somewhere. I want them to get. I want there to be an investigation. I want to find out what the Ethel's going on. Yeah, and and I'd like to say too. Um, I know there's someone who watches Blaze who reached out to me and said, um, "Could you have maybe you know? I mean, you guys are not experts, so maybe you should have uh, Brandon Tatum on your show, who has been very, very, very uh, defensive of the Uvalde police officers throughout this entire thing. Um, you know, former police officer, and they said, well, maybe you should have an expert on your show because you seem to not be getting it. And I said, you know, with all due respect. I've read all of the information from the experts, presumably a little more expert than Brandon Tatum, who I love. I think he's yeah. a, a great person. Brandon's a good friend. But and I'm I like, understand I, that, but I yeah. read the, what was it, a 27 page report yeah. from the uh, law enforcement training center that died, like went through all of this. Uh, we listened to the head of the Texas DPS talk about what a failure it was. I mean, it's not like I haven't been reading and relaying what the experts have been saying. Um, and so it's just frustrating. It's like just because the experts aren't saying what you necessarily agree with doesn't mean that I have to talk to an expert who might share your opinion. Like I'm reading the top of the chain and all of them say it was a freaking failure on all accounts. Brandon Tatum is a friend of mine. Yeah, mine he's a, too. He's a personal friend. I love his wife as well. I have good friends with his wife. Yeah. I love She's his family. Best. I would do anything in this world for him. And so I don't say that with any disrespect. No. Uh, I appreciate his take, and I've listened to his takes on this. But even having listened to him, there's not one thing he said that's changed my opinion on this scenario. Mine either. Not with everything I've read. Right. And yep. I started from the very beginning on this thing, and I said, something's fishy. Yep. And everybody was calling me out yep. saying, you're an asshole yep. for saying this. And I was like, nope, I'm not wrong. I'm telling you, something's here. We just don't know yet. Yeah. Well, guys, they spent more time, you know, excluding the parents from running in the building. I mean, right. if, you know, so it just seems very weird, the standing standard operating procedure. And, you know, if you look into the stats, that school had been locked down, I think, 400 times within the last five years. So that was standard operating procedure. That that wasn't the first time they've locked down like that. Yeah. And if you do look at all the, the the breakout scenarios where where illegals get stopped and they break out of the car or whatever you call it, break away, and they all take off everywhere, that's why a lot of times they're saying that police response is slower because yeah. they just anticipate it to be another one of those situations. Right. Real quick, do we have time for a TikTok? Do we want to play it? <laughs> do you know what state Utah's in? Utah? Yeah. Oh, no. What state does it sound like it would be in if you had to guess? Um... Hawaii? <gasps> yes. What's three times three plus one? Seven. Wait. Yeah, seven. Yes. How many states make up the United States? Guess Stop. a number if you don't know. Five. <gasps> yes. Stop. How many stars are on the U.S. flag? Um, 57? 51? 51? 50? 50? It's 50-something. 50 50-what? 50 You're close. 51. It was 51? Yes. Well, in a way, it's 50 stars, but D.C. is its own state, so I almost want to give them that. Oh, one. stop. <laughs> I'm loving this guy. He's asking the stop. simplest questions, mm -hmm. these people. I'm loving his videos. Well, Chad, I talk about this all the time. You know, they did a, and I talk about this all the time. They did a A&W Hamburgers. When they tried to get in the hamburger business, they did a nationwide market research survey where they asked people what they thought was a better oh. value trying to compete with McDonald's Quarter Pounder. They said, for the same price, what is a better value, the third pounder burger or quarter pounder? And literally, overwhelmingly, <laughs> one people, everybody thought a 
quarter pounder was you bigger a, than a third pounder. <laughs> you yeah. mean a, they thought twenty five percent was bigger than thirty three percent because they're so dumb. They couldn't even do it. And they see the oh. four, they thought one fourth <laughs> was more than one third. So people wow. can't even do a simple fraction, and that's why everybody's under the mass formation hypnosis right now. They are because people can't even do a simple do mathematical formula. If you want to troll like the best you got to get the rest like Alex Stein does. Mm -hmm. And one of the best things you could do to improve your health is get at least seven hours of quality sleep every night. It's hard to get that much sleep. Trust me, I know uh, you. Sarah Gonzalez sees my 3 a.m. text. She knows <laughs> we don't <laughs> need one of us sleep. Yeah. Uh, your mind stays awake, can't get comfortable. You wake up early, can't fall asleep. Listen, uh, there's hundreds of reasons you can't get seven hours of sleep quality sleep every night uh but listen it's important because your body heals itself when you sleep now if you're not getting enough quality sleep you're increasing your risk of disease and making it harder to lose weight as well i want to give you an easy way to get more quality sleep every night you got to get enough magnesium and you got to get the right kinds of magnesium uh believe it or not around 75 percent of people don't have enough of it which helps explain why so many people have sleep problems now unfortunately most magnesium supplements are not full spectrum, so they will not fix your magnesium deficiency or help you sleep better. Just having a good conversation the other day with a friend of mine, she said, I just can't sleep. I said, you got to try this new, this new incredible sleep aid uh, with just, it's, it's not a trick, it's just magnesium. Mm -hmm. uh, seven forms of magnesium, you need all of them to get the calming experience. Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. Take two capsules before you go to bed, you're going to be amazed how much better you feel. Exclusive offer, magbreakthrough.com uh, save, uh, slash Chad, use 42%, magbreakthrough.com slash Chad, 42% on Magnesium Breakthrough when you go to magbreakthrough.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. Watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. I've got some shows coming up. Going to be a week after next, after the week after vacation. Going to be a couple shows in Lubbock, Texas, and bouncing all over the place. Watchchad.com. Check it out. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered, the new YouTube channel. Just search out Sarah Gonzalez TX. And, of course, Alex Stein is everywhere. Prime time, 99. Get insane with the Ukraine, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> whatever. I, whatever it is you say, get insane with the Ukraine. My book's falling down. The new audio book's coming out. Get it? Am I crazy? I uh, love y'all. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Who knows what we're going to get into, all the stuff we didn't today, but join us. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.